Interior, pool hall, night. We move in on a pair of very cool brothers, Dane and Marco, playing pool in a smoky pool hall. They're all alone, just them and their game. Dane. Yo, bro, remember growing up what mom always said? Crack. The sound of a pool ball slamming into another. Four ball, side pocket. Marco. Yeah, bro. Mom said brothers gotta look out for each other. But you know what, bro? Mom's gone. Ferociously, Marco whips out a sawed-off shotgun. Cut to black. Gunshot. That's just a few lines from Eternal Night, a screenplay I wrote and am currently shopping around. It tells the nuanced story of a family and how the death of a matriarch tears them apart. Your relationship with your mother can define your life. Or maybe even your disappearance. Brian Lind, a 47-year-old bungee jumper and tactical paper mache enthusiast, was on his way to the Rainforest Cafe in Tyson's Corner, Virginia, when he went missing. Okay, folks, we are back. Uh, Thank you all for joining us for another week. As you know, I am Clark McCarthy, and I am here with Owen Ingmar. How are you doing, Owen? I'm doing well. Uh, You know, I'm getting ready for Halloween, spooky season. It's one of my favorite holidays, and I can't wait to trick some kids in exchange for giving them treats. That is my interpretation. It's been my family's interpretation that tricks, uh, I, uh, we always heard it as tricks are treats, and it's essentially a currency exchange. So um, I give the children treats, and that buys me the ability to trick them over the course of the next calendar year. So I'm looking forward. I got, I, I decorated the little motel room I'm staying out of. I put up a bunch of lights and spooky cobwebs. Uh, and I'm hoping I get a bunch of kids coming over, trade them a little candy, and then, uh, you know, keep tabs on them for the next year looking to trick them. Yes. And for and people who don't know, Owen was raised, his family sort of raised him in sort of a trick-based economy. <laughs> uh-huh. So, you know, if he wanted to get a treat at home, there would be a trick maybe before it happened or maybe coming down the line. Like if you wanted to stay up a little late at night, your parents are like, okay, but you know, (laughs) at some point we are going to trick you. Yes. The number of times I was told that my dog was dead or that my mom fell down a well or uh, that um, my dad uh, was a, um, a scandalous politician and only, you know, I heard those each of those two dozen times and they only really happened once each. My dog died. Uh, it was all one event. My dad uh, running for comptroller uh, pushed my mom and my dog down well. <laughs> uh, the dog died, but my mom survived. So yeah, what trick-based economy. Most families have a chore wheel. We have a trick wheel and you, nothing's getting done if your tricks aren't completed. Yeah, I think my favorite one you told me about was that your grandfather was not your grandfather, but actually an actor from the TV show Chips. Um, Mm -hmm. And that was given to you for a fun size Almond Joy. (laughs) That's right. Yes, I, uh, I kissed that strange man on the lips thinking he was my grandfather. But you know, you know how I love an Almond Joy. Uh, (laughs) Sometimes you feel like a nut. 
Sometimes I never do. Never don't. Sorry. <laughs> That's another family. We took the sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. The Almond Joy and Mounds thing and changed it to sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you never don't. And that's fun, and I love that. Yeah, how are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm very good. I, I'm i going to be honest, I literally do not recall a single thing we talked about last week, um, and that is because I am detoxifying my body. Oh. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Um, I found myself a little sluggish last week, so I said, I got to get rid of these toxins. So I've just been going all out. I've been hitting up the sauna which is sort of a self-made sauna. Um, I basically bring in, I go to the bathtub, I run like a hot bath, and then I get a portable heater and I'll plug that in and I'll crank that up to high. And I took some stones out of the, the local yards, you know, local yards, and I put that in there, you know, to get the whole ambiance. And then I'll just boil some water and stuff like that. So I've just been spending maybe five, six hours a day in that. Yeah, and for our audience that doesn't know, you're very much into um, uh, sort of the Zen art of stone stacking and also uh, the art of feng shui. And so your homemade sauna is essentially you in a hot bath with a bunch of stones stacked around it and a uh, portable heater uh, resting atop the stones. Is that correct? Absolutely. I know it's not correct unless i can perfectly balance that heater on the stones mm -hmm. and that to me i think is very um that's very therapeutic um and i also just make some homemade salves and some balms you know whatever i you know i've said if you have flour and vegetable oil in your cabinet you have a salve or a balm you can make yes you've sent me some of these balms and salves this one here uh is uh ruffles double ridges uh peach blend what what's that it's i mean it's pretty much what it sounds like <laughs> i mushed i mushed up some ruffles chips i took some peach uh jam i had <laughs> i mixed them with some flour tossed in a little bit of uh i think that has some coconut oil i shook it up and uh more or less just mailed it to you so mm -hmm. i mean definitely you guys can make that at home and I would highly recommend it if it's because you know how uh, when you get some maybe more expensive health products, they have those little, I don't know, sandy things in there to sort of exfoliate the skin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can do that on your own. I love that you're not precious with your recipes. I care about other people's happiness so much that I just give it away. I say it's not mine. Give it away. Yeah, you've been sending bags of what some people would argue is. Uh, the remains of food, but you're just inspiring people to make their own solves and balms. Absolutely. Some people say, uh, oh, I'm sorry, hold on. Sorry about that. I don't know if you heard, there was a, um, an ambulance drove by. Um, one of my neighbors uh, incorrectly used one of my balms. And so, <laughs> and that's not on me, that's on them. They were ingesting it and I told them not to ingest it. <laughs> yeah, it's 90% food. 10% rat poison, right? That's what uh, the ingredients you have uh, printed on this label say. If you've ever looked at the box of rat poison, it's the perfect exfoliant. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's, again, not on me. But listen, I'm just very excited to help people and be healthy. And can I ask you, I just want to double back. 
can you just give me a preview? What's one of these little tricks you're going to play on one of these kids? Well, as you know, I'm a big fan of catfishing. So I thought about catfishing a kid, but I thought, you know, this year I really got to step up my game. I just can't rest on my laurels. So my plan is to uh, catfish one of the catfish, their dad and, and see if I can't, you know, unravel a uh, family from the outside in. I think that there's no better trick than realizing you're going to have to do two Christmases. One in your, the home you've grown up in, uh, and one in your dad's cool apartment that he's renting to finish his novel and uh, move in with who he thinks is an exotic uh, Staples employee, but is actually yours truly. Uh, so that'll be a trick I might. I got the full-size candy bars. So as you know, in the exchange rate, uh, that allows me to trick the kid and anybody that the kid considers family. Yeah, honestly, for a full-size candy bar, I can't even imagine a kid being even remotely disappointed about all those other things happening. You know, yeah, they're going to be exactly. too they're going to be too sugar high, frankly. Too sugar high. And you know, sometimes they're like, "That was too much. My dad was supposed to come to career day and instead he was in Atlantic City waiting for an exotic dancer." And I'm like, you're lucky you didn't find, you're lucky a well wasn't involved. 90% of the tricks in my household were well-involved uh, tricks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, I, you know, I was just, for people in the audience who don't know, your parents had seven or eight wells, and I think almost exclusively they were for tricks. Yeah, uh, six, were for well, uh, six were for tricks, <laughs> six wells for tricks, one for snakes, and then one was a wishing well. You know, and to be honest, I'd say one out of eight wishes worked out of that well. And most of those snakes ended up eating each other. Uh, so it really was just the trick wells that worked. That's beautiful. I mean, that's that's very beautiful. And I, I, I'm i just, I don't know. I'm excited for Halloween now. And, Me too. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's meet our guest. I think this is going to be an incredible episode. I'm really very excited about this one. Would you mind introducing yourself and letting us know your relation to the case? Oh, hi, 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 guys. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Oh, it's nice. It's nice to be here. My name is Nancy. Uh, hi. Hi, Nancy. Hi, I'm Brian's mom. I'm Nancy Pepper Stakeland. Hi. <laughs> oh my goodness. And now we're not familiar with the Pepper Steak. Uh, last name, that surname. Oh, yes, my family. Uh, yeah, we're, we're the pepper steak line. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not related to the food. It's, people always are asking, uh, do, you, do, you make, oh. do you make some good steaks? They say, no, we... Yeah, that was my initial... Uh, I immediately went to the food. Oh, no, we're actually famously the worst cooks in Virginia. Just terrible. <laughs> We compete oh. every year in, in fairs and things, and every year they're like, you pepper steaks, get out of here. Yes. <laughs> You're chased off of the fair lot? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our food is deemed offensive. I mean, it's remarkable that you, you've been consistently chased off these fairs, but you keep, you keep coming back and trying to make it work. Oh, yeah, you can't keep a pepper steak down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was, I noticed uh, that was sort of the review of some of the food is you really cannot keep it down. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It started as as something people would say that 
felt very encouraging. And it, it took a while, but we realized it was not. It, it, no. it was not them saying we're doing great and we can't, and we're very tenacious. It was, it was them saying our food will make you vomit. <laughs> so. Well, it's nice that you're persevering uh, despite that. Is that, do you, did you raise your children to be very perseverant? Oh, absolutely. You know, where do you have, if not your perseverance? You know, you just got to really you chase your dreams, be whatever you want to be. You teach a man to fish, you know. <laughs> so, Nancy, you are you are Brian's mother. That is correct. Correct. OK, yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious. Uh, how are you doing since his disappearance? Are you OK? What? <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. We, did you not know he had disappeared? What? Disappeared where? Oh, we don't. Well, I think that's the definition of a disappearance, ma'am. Uh, what do you mean? He's on vacation. He's on vacation? Yeah. According, Is that what he told you? Yeah, according to uh, Yeah, he went, he went on vacation. He went to go do the bungee. And then... And and I don't I don't hear from him a lot. So where is he? Uh, well, we don't know. We're trying to track him down. That's that's kind of what we're doing here. What? Well, that explains your upbeat demeanor to start this podcast off. I thought for a mother whose child is missing, you seem pretty uh, positive. My you child is missing. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. I we're not very used to these kind of exclusives. However, I do think. Don't worry, you're in good hands. Uh, Clark and I are very sympathetic uh, and, uh, and uh, we'll make sure to handle this with care. Um, oh my goodness, I thought, I thought we were just, I thought we were just going to be talking about the love of, of Benji Jumping and my son. You said you wanted to talk to me about my son and I thought, great, I always want to talk about my son, he's great. That's, that's very lovely. Yes, your son, is missing um for how long well maybe you can help us with that when did he say he was going on vacation it's about I don't know, two and a half months ago okay um that's about how long he's been missing i think um oh my god oh my god this is terrible news yeah maybe he's been missing two months is that correct clark yeah, a little bit over. Yeah, but <laughs> roughly around that time. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're so sorry. Um, really didn't mean to break the news. Yeah. Yes. Um, so you're not, not here to talk about how good a bungee jumper he is? I mean, that could come up. We're not saying that couldn't He's come up. He's pretty good. Uh. <laughs> mm -hmm. I guess I'm curious about this. I don't know what the the metric of being good at bungee jumping is. I think just participation is my understanding of the only metric of bungee jumping, really. Yeah, he has all of the equipment, and he does it, so he's pretty good. Okay. Okay. okay a yeah. uh, yes, I guess your background in uh, food preparation that it is causing adverse effects would make anything that somebody's ability to do something so long as it doesn't make other people vomit. <laughs> Makes them good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and keep me fair, he has vomited sometimes mm -hmm. while bungee jumping. It's it's a horrible sight to behold. It's it's the vomit <laughs> is all in the air, 
And then yeah. he bounces back into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that is pretty disgusting to, to hear. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's why I say he's only pretty good. Sometimes sometimes it goes better, but sometimes it's it's yeah. really not nice. Yeah, it is hard to say anybody is good at anything if they find a way back into their own vomit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> while it's... participating in it. Yeah. Yeah, so okay, so did he tell you where he was going on vacation? No, he said he was going to the mountains. That's I, usually he doesn't tell me much more than that because then I have a, I have so many follow up questions. But he said, "Oh, I'm going to Colorado," and I said, "Where?" And he said, "Mom, there's too much." And I said, "Okay, but then with who?" And he said, "I don't want to tell you." So I said, "Okay, boys, will be boys." <laughs> Those don't appear to be too many questions. Uh, yeah, that's oh, pretty reasonable questions to ask. You know, I just tried to be there for my son. He says it's too much, and I say, okay, I'll go back and, and back in my room. Uh, was he did, was he short with you, uh, Mrs. Peppercorn, Lynn? Well, not shorter than usual. Okay. He's got a little bit of an edge on him. I think anyone who knows him knows that. Mm -hmm. Yes, we, we we have found that he's uh a slender man with an edge hmm. uh, that's why they call him slender man right <laughs> yeah uh for people who don't know he was famously asked to stop wearing black suits uh, uh just because he was scaring the townsfolk yeah i didn't yes. understand why but i thought oh look at my slender studies all grown up he's a slender man um you're rather slender yourself if you don't mind me saying oh thank you thank you i can't eat any of the food i make <laughs> Where is it going? I'm sorry. Uh, if it's not winning awards and you're not eating it, where is it going? Mostly the neighbor kids. Okay. All right. But they, and, and I think they throw it. Sometimes I see food on the sides of houses. And it's probably mine. I'm not dumb, you know. I, I sure. Know. <laughs> so uh, the kids will maybe stop by and be like, hey, do you have like maybe some some casserole you made? Mm -hmm. And then they'll just take the dish and start hucking it at neighbors' houses. I mean, they usually wait till I'm not looking. I've only seen it happen a few times, but I guess I, I you know, I put the pieces together. Not much gets past you, it no, sounds like. That's right, except that my son is missing. The disappearance of your son, yes. Yeah, that is a big one. Um, can I, uh, Nancy, you seem like a, a, a wonderful person and I'm just curious a little bit, I'd love to hear a little bit about your backstory and you know, where you're from and you know, how you got to be here. Oh, well, thank you so much for asking. I, uh, I'm from Ohio originally, uh, the Ohio pepper steaks. Uh, and and I, I, I met my husband when I was 20 years old and then we got married, and then uh, his family is in Virginia, so we moved to Virginia. And then we had uh, two beautiful children, and one who was just a monster. Uh, so we don't we don't really talk to him anymore. Uh, and and uh, the rest is history, you know, the wrestling business, and uh, you know, the hobbies, and the kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's me. I'm just pretty much a simple woman who helps run a wrestling rig and has a, a, lost two children now. Two children. Well, Keith, his elder brother, he's he's the one that really turned out to be a a, a full time dirtbag. So we just oh. we let him go. 
Oh, wow. I don't, I, we're not aware of Keith. We only know his younger brother. Uh, we met his younger brother, but Keith is an older brother of his? Yeah, yeah. Well, we, so we, we don't even, he's, he's brother biologically, but we don't treat him as a brother. <laughs> we haven't for a long time. Uh, we, we don't let the kids refer to him as a brother. Keith, that, that asshole that used to be in the family, but he's not anymore. So when you say lost two children, one you've lost and the other you've uh, excommunicated. Yeah. Excommunicated. Mm -hmm. Okay, I wasn't sure of the terminology. Yeah. Okay. Whatever, whatever the uh, uh, you did the kids. Uh, uh, I don't know the word is when they they want to legally separate from you. Uh, emancipate? Yeah, they want to emancipate. Whatever it is where the parents want to emancipate themselves from the kids. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow. So, wow. Um, so, what, Brian, you didn't hear from much, and Keith, uh, you excommunicated. Correct. Um, and you're running a wrestling ring and making food for nobody to eat. Do you find, do you miss parenthood? Do you miss parenting? Oh yes, I miss, I miss the kids every. I miss most of the kids every day. I just, I you know, I just it's it's such an empty house now. You know, and like my husband died about a year ago, so it's just, it's just me. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. Oh thank you. Yeah, he went out. Yeah, he. I mean, thank you. God bless him. He was he was 79 years old. He had a good run. He went out skydiving and then he never came back. And uh, uh, we assume it was a heart attack, but we didn't. We didn't ask too many questions. Sure. Was, I'm so sorry to hear that. He was skydiving at 79. Um, was he any good at skydiving? Oh, he was great at skydiving. He had all the harnesses. All the harnesses. And did he ever manage to vomit while skydiving and then oh, skydive? Of course. Vomit? Who doesn't vomit while skydiving? Okay. All right. So, so <laughs> in skydiving, there's an exception. <laughs> Got it. Right, right, right. So there is an exception to the vomit rule in terms of uh, ability if it's skydiving. Oh, sure. But they, you know what? The good news is you don't fly back into it. Unless there's right, a right, strong right. updraft. And that has right. happened. Okay. Sometimes the skydiving... landed. Yeah, just... Yeah, or sometimes the vomit is particularly <laughs> dense and it, it beats you to the ground. Sometimes... <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you might you might land right in that, and that's that's right. that's awful. But yes. So yeah, I guess yeah. In hindsight, I'd say he's pretty good at skydiving. Pretty good at it. But okay. yeah, he uh, he skydived one day. He did come home. Don't know why, but he had a bad heart. So maybe his heart didn't ha didn't last. We didn't ask too many <laughs> questions. He was seventy nine. Wow. It was very boy. I, I'm so sorry to hear that. It, uh, it really sounds like. Life has taken a toll on you and left you uh, alone when you had such a full household. How do you, how do you manage? You seem, like I said, very happy and uh, you've got a positive demeanor. Well, I didn't know I was short another son until just a few <laughs> right. minutes ago. Again, we're very sorry about that. We should have, mm -hmm. I suppose that should have been it more clear, although <laughs> it has been written up in the paper i don't read that uh, i don't read, it. I didn't read the paper oh. and there was a it was on television i think uh, it was covered in a local story well if i had a television i would know 
Okay. But yeah. Keith mm-hmm. took it. Keith, so when Keith left, he stole your television as well? Oh, yeah. He said he deserved it. And I said, you don't deserve anything, Keith. Uh, so, he, yeah, he took a handful of things. He, My goodness. Yeah. Well, wow. we'd sure like to help you find your son. Is it, Keith, he, no, thank you. No, not <laughs> Keith. Can I, I just re- want to double back on Keith. What exactly did Keith do that made you want to, you know, remove him from your life? He's an asshole. He's just <laughs> a, a jerk of a kid. Yeah, he's just, he's always, hey, you don't know better than me. I'm a grown man. Get out of here. <laughs> he's a little asshole. He's, hey, you shouldn't be running a wrestling ring. People could get hurt. Get out of here. Okay. Okay. Uh, Dad okay. shouldn't be skydiving. He's in his 70s. Get out of here. <laughs> Your food is poisoning the children. Get out. Get out. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, may I ask then, how was Brian different regarding those issues? The wrestling ring, your husband skydiving, uh, the cooking. What what was Brian's response that made him not an asshole? Oh, he was just such a sweet, gentle boy. You know, he he just he's such a such a real family man. I mean, he doesn't call a lot. I haven't heard from him for months. But when he's there, oh oh boy, he's really there. He's just. He's nice. He'll do whatever you say. He'll do whatever you ask. Uh, uh, sometimes to a fault. I mean, sometimes you just. Sometimes you feel like don't. Uh, no, no, don't. Uh, don't. Don't stick your head in that bathtub water for four minutes just because Keith said so. You know. Uh, but he would do it because he lo- he loved his family. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's follow-up said- questions to that. I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> I just. Keith said not. Based on what I understand about Keith, his, his asshole behavior was generally uh, pointing out the harms and things. Uh, and Brian was about to put his head in some bathtub water. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? And Keith didn't want him to do it. What was well, uh, uh, for the family? Brian was putting his head in bathtub water for the family? Well, yeah, Brian was trying to uh, uh, trade to be a, a long distance swimmer for a little bit. And so, okay. and, and he, but he didn't have very good breath control. So Keith was like, you gotta put your, you gotta up your time, put your head in this water. And Brian was like, okay. And I was like, don't do what Keith says. <laughs> right. So, yeah, you might sense. say Keith was trying to help him. I would say that Keith is the worst. Yeah, it sounds mm-hmm. like it. What advice did you give to Brian about his long distance swimming? I said, just do it. Just get out there and do it. Get in the ocean and swim. That's the only way you can see if you can do it. Do you think that maybe that's where he went? To the ocean to swim? Oh. You mean when he went missing? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, boy. I mean, he said he was going to go bungee jumping. He hardly ever bungee jumps near oceans. It's usually just deep lakes, as I understand it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe it was... Maybe he was putting it all together. Maybe he... Maybe he was bungee jumping into the ocean, wherever there are rocks looking at the ocean, and then he, he just swam for a long time. Maybe he's still swimming. I, I temporarily forgot that he was missing because it's so new, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, again, sorry about that. <laughs> okay. Why did nobody tell me? <laughs> no, he, are the police looking for him? <laughs> Why didn't they contact me? <laughs> 
Um, well, well, that's actually a good question. Why they did not contact you? About yeah, I'm this. not. I'm not entirely sure. The detective, the lead detective on the case, was uh, more interested in promoting his theatrical take on my town. I believe. Wasn't it Working Girl? Oh, it was wasn't he doing girl. a musical version? So the yeah, the lead detective on the case wa- did spend majority of his time working on a uh, musical version of uh, Working Girl that he was putting up in the police station, I believe. Uh, did you get any flyers for Working Girl? I did, and you know what? The first thing I thought was <laughs> they're turning too many movies into musicals. Write an original musical already, Jesus. Okay. Yeah, I will agree with that take. Um, you Did know, the flyer it. say anything about my missing son? Uh, yeah, actually, if you flip the flyer over in the back right corner at the very bottom, it, it there's like a single sentence, like, if you know anything about Brian Lynn, please call this number. Oh, no. Uh, but I don't think anyone would be looking for that. I was so mad about the uptick in, in movie-based musicals that I didn't even look on the other side of the flyer. Yeah, that's not entirely on your fault. That poor police, he was not doing his job effectively. So don't, I wouldn't be hard on yourself. Do they usually put missing people on the back of entertainment flyers? I think that was pretty exclusive to that one detective. uh, Because in hindsight, I've gotten a lot of flyers for like different musical and theater productions. And, you know, knowing that now I went back and looked and it'd be like, hey, this person was brutally murdered or this person was, you know, robbed or something. And there'll be a little bit of information on that. But it's not showy the way all the other parts of that flyer are. You know what I mean? Oh, no. They don't they don't put the same sort of glitz and glam on it. No. no, they really should. I maybe would have known that my son is missing. It, it was on a bunch of milk cartons. Do you happen to get milk? Do you drink milk? No, no, no. I can't anymore. They, they, my, my, it just, it just, it just knocks me out for days. I just, my immune system's sure. not very good, and it just really floors me. <laughs> what about in cooking? I'm sure some of your recipes would include milk. Not anymore. <laughs> what what are your what are your milk substitutes? Oh, sometimes bean water. Okay. <laughs> sometimes sometimes uh you know, really any liquid. I can have yogurt stew cuz of the cultures. So sometimes the water that's on the top of a thick thick yogurt, you you put those all into a Oof. pitcher and over time you got enough for a recipe. Okay. Yeah, sometimes if you if you soak some meat uh, and then you boil that water, it kind of thickens up. You, you use that. It's like a meat water. Yeah. And I feel like I'm sort of understanding why this food was maybe not as uh, appreciated as it could have. Yeah. I'm I, I, I'm, I, we should actually change subjects because I'd like to remain great at uh, investigative journalism. And I fear if you keep talking about your food, I'm only going to be pretty good at it. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Can I ask you uh, a little bit um, about the the backyard wrestling league that you and your husband ran, uh, basically out of your house? Oh, sure. You could ask me anything you want. You nice boys who told me my son is missing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we do appreciate being called nice boys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that that said, you know um, this this league has been running for what 20 years uh-huh, yeah. um maybe a little longer and it is just 
you guys have been putting out these these VHS tapes of, you know, people in your backyard more or less hitting each other with chairs mm-hmm. and doing flips off of I guess how did that start? I'm I'm curious about it. Well, it was really my husband's thing more than mine. I sort of I sort of you know, coming into the family it sort of it sort of takes over everything. But you know, you you gotta make money somehow. And, and uh, we just, you know, we're not really office types. We're not really, yeah, you know, the hoity-toity, yeah, button your shirt kind of, I, I ride in a car kind of people. It's just, uh, we, we, we really just, just go get her do, do doers and, and, and make makers, you know. So, so uh, it's just, what do we have? Okay, well, we've got, we've got a bunch of ropes. And we've got a slightly elevated platform from from flooring that didn't work out in the house. I had, I had a bunch of aluminum chairs we found. So what do you do with it all, you know? So we started a wrestling league, and it turned out it was something the community really wanted. And it just, it, you know, it's been it's been very steady. Now I mostly only run it in name, but you know, I don't wrestle anymore. You know, it's. It's, but it's been a good run. It's been a good run. Yeah. yeah, very remarkable. You know, you guys took uh, lemons and made lemonade oh, yeah. uh, out of flooring and rope. Oh, we uh, did that too. Don't drink my lemonade. People don't like it. <laughs> I'm curious. How do you make your lemonade? Because that's usually a pretty easy slam dunk. Okay, well, you know, you gotta, you gotta make one of those uh, uh, tubs that they make wine in, and so you put all the lemons in there. And then you gotta, you gotta, you gotta stomp the lemons. And then, okay, uh, so you make it like wine, where you stomp, you physically stomp on the lemons. Oh yeah, 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 like in the old country. And mm-hmm. uh, and then I can't have sugar, so what you gotta do is you gotta, uh, you gotta make, basically make your own sugar. So you get a bunch of flowers, because that's where honey comes from, is my understanding. And uh, uh, you then you put those in the wine in the wine bucket and you mash them up with the, with the flowers. So it's, or with the lemons. And then, and then you just pour a bunch of water in it, truly from anywhere you find water. Uh, <laughs> I got it. <clears throat> yeah. You know, there's some speculation that Brian might be on an island somewhere. And it sounds like- Oh, he loves islands. Um, yes. Uh, and it sounds like he may have been training to swim out to that island and it sounds like we could be using some family recipes to survive what do you think about that it's it's entirely possible it sounds like something he would do i mean we made a, a ton of backyard recipes i mean we don't live on a farm or anything there's not really we also just don't have uh, very healthy air quality or good vegetation so it's you know you really gotta you really gotta make lemonade out of lemons which is exactly what we did. And we made applesauce out of crab apples. And, uh, uh, you know, we made, we made steak out of dogs. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. So he, island life sounds perfect for Brian. Mm-hmm. I mean, he would he, he survive pretty good, I'd say. Pretty good. Some vomiting, but that's to be expected. So why do you think Brian might have intentionally disappeared himself oh my god i don't know 
Keith, maybe? That asshole came back around? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Keith probably made him do it! <laughs> it all right. Well, if there's anything, if we happen to find Brian or get in touch with Brian, is there anything you'd want to tell him? Anything? Oh, yeah, just tell my sweet, my sweet baby boy that, that, yeah, you know, uh, uh, mom misses him and uh, uh, that I, I, I hope that he's swimming good and bungee jumping good and that he's met a nice girl and that he's, oh, I don't know, living in a house. I'd like him to know that I hope he has a, uh, a thriving bank account. Let him know uh, where to pick up his mail. Uh, I forgot what the question was. That's, I think that covers it. Uh... Just anything you wanted us to tell Brian or you would want to say to Brian? Oh, you could tell him I finished patching up the lining on his coat. You could tell him that uh, his uncle uh, uh, says hi, uh, which is great because he hasn't been able to say much recently. He's very old. Um, you could tell him, uh, I tell him that they, they brought back Roseanne. I don't know if he told, if, if he knew that. <laughs> <laughs> we used to watch that when he was young. They brought it back. I haven't, uh, I'm a little behind. I haven't seen what happened with it, but. Uh, yeah, well, Keith has your TV, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, I saw Roseanne came back and now, and I see him on billboards, but she's not on there. So I don't know what happened. I think yeah. Roseanne might've been the, well, I don't know if she was the Keith of that family, but. Uh... What? No, Darlene was. <laughs> right. Yes. I realize under your dynamic, Darlene would have been the key. Absolutely. Uh, that no good son of a bitch daughter. <laughs> yes. Um, wow. I'm not, I don't want to speculate who's the Roseanne of your family. No, it would be an honor. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy, we appreciate you taking the time. It really means a lot. I appreciate uh, you being the first to tell me a member of my family has been missing for months. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say I, if I was you, I'd definitely reach out to your son, Ryan, uh, you know, your youngest son, Ryan, or possibly even your daughter. You know, uh, it's weird. I talk to both of them every single day. <laughs> really? And neither of them has mentioned this. Has it come up? Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that is weird. Yeah. That is uh, legitimately weird. I'm going to have to have a talk with them, but I love them so much. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's been a busy time for everybody, mm. uh, you know, with Halloween coming up. And oh, everything. oh, gosh. Halloween. If I could get a break from Halloween, that would be oh, just a mess. You know, it's so busy. Busy. Yeah, what what's going on with you with this busy Halloween season? Mostly defending the house. That's when the neighbor kids get really rowdy. <laughs> We've really uh, got to okay. board up everything. Mm -hmm. They don't, they do not like us, and uh, they. I think they do, but it's like at Halloween. That's when they really show their the true colors. So they just. Yes, it sounds like you've poisoned a good number of the town. <laughs> poisoned them, fed them. You know, it's, uh, it's just how you look at it. You know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Half full, half empty is a cup filled with poison. You know, it's, it's hard to say. Have I made a couple of their dogs into steaks? Sure. 
But, okay. You know, you gotta, yeah. You know. And now it's making that's lining up a little closer. Yeah. Well, they shouldn't, <laughs> the they shouldn't let their dogs outside. They shouldn't let their dog. Okay. I'm not. I feel like we're too late in the interview to really press that issue. Is there anything else about Brian that you th- feel like we should know? You know, while we're. I just said he 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 sings like a canary and he smokes like a chimney. Okay. Yeah, and he's uh, yeah. and that he's also just just a little bit of a cheat at cards, but yeah, who is it? You know. Mm-hmm. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, you know, actually, now that we have you on this call, uh, did you know he has a son, a French son? What? <laughs> he has a son and it's French? Uh-huh. Yeah, little Etienne. Yeah, we can put you That's, in touch with little Etienne. It's not a name. It's not a name. <laughs> you pulled my leg. <laughs> no, he's a very uh, real boy. Uh-huh. Yeah, I didn't believe it was a name either. Trust me, but he has a yeah. boy. Mm-hmm. Does the boy have a mom? Uh, yeah, we haven't spoken to the mom, but she owns a a restaurant, a little um, imposter for, uh, rainforest cafe that uh, you know, little Etienne dresses like a monkey and sits in the corner all day. Mm-hmm. He has a little French monkey boy. Yes. Yeah. This is, why is it, how did I not know this? Is he married? Well, nobody knew that, to be fair. Yeah, we didn't know that either. Uh, he is married, but not to that woman, I don't think. Oh, no. No. Oh, well, that, I mean, that sounds like Brian and sleeps with all sorts of women. I wish he wouldn't tell me that, but he tells me it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that now that we have you real quick, he does also have a secret wife and uh, a secret girlfriend. Yeah, that's Brian. Yeah. yeah. And... Yeah. It appears that he was masquerading as a proud virgin to just about everybody but you, it sounds like, who he was rubbing his uh, <laughs> sexual encounters in your face. I, I, yeah. I, I constantly was like, Brian, Brian, thank you, Mom. I don't need to hear this. And he was like, yeah, but it's, I'm, doing it, I'm doing it a lot. And I was like, <laughs> okay. I was like, Keith, why don't you have any women? He's, but nobody wants Keith. Wow. Well, we'll send you maybe some contact information if you want to reach out to your grandchildren or that would, um, that would be great. Oh my goodness. Should I have grandchildren? Nobody thought to tell me. <laughs> this is the second large piece of information you two have shared with me. Yes, that's fair, yes. Could you guys check back in with me and, and maybe let me know if there's anything else? Of course. Maybe oh, like, sure. I don't know. Let me know. Uh, let me know how how the pandemic works out because nobody tells me anything. <laughs> let me know how the election works out because I don't have a TV, and I won't read the news. So, <laughs> yeah. you want us to just keep you abreast on all current affairs? That would be great. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't see a problem with that. Okay. Oh, yeah, we both write newsletters, so yeah, we can just add you to that. Yeah, list. piece of cake. Oh, great. Okay, but 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 make sure the stuff I'm supposed to see is in the flashy text, because if it's not, I won't notice it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for sitting down with us. Yes, thank you. Uh, thank yeah. you. You're gonna have to come over someday and have a piece of cake. We won't. But no. <laughs> okay, I hear that a lot.
Artwork provided by Amelia Jane Murphy. You can follow her and purchase her work at amil underscore art on Instagram. Music provided by Kai Ingle. Please subscribe and write us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. It really helps the show. You can follow us and contribute at DeceptionPod on Instagram and Twitter.